just dance to bring the word. But look at God. Remember me. Yeah. 
I, I promise you I won't before, be before you long, but I don't know if anybody else has ever had that question in their mind, but I thought about it. God, will you remember me, little old me? You, you know, we're in a world that's full of Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and TikTok and all kinds of social engines. And, you know, everybody wants millions of likes and reviews and, 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 and so many of them crave the opinion of others. But I wonder how many reflect on the most important opinion that you could have. And that is what God thinks of us. I don't know about you, you know, I, I'm a little older than a, a, a lot of you, but I, I don't know but, uh, what you've done, but I've come to a place in my life, Brother C.J., that I am interested in only what will afford me a closer walk right. with God. You know, when I'm discouraged and, and, and I'm feeling defeated I, 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 and I feel like I can't carry on, I, I want to know for sure that I can call on God. Yeah. Yeah. And not only can I call on him, but he will hear me. Uh -huh. And that he will remember me and walk with me. You know, his word says in Isaiah 43, he says, when you pass through the waters, I'll be there with you. Mm, that's a good word. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. I, I came by to tell somebody who may be today in your darkest moments, you need to know that you can't give up. Rest, if you will. Step away, if you will, but you can't give up. I, I, you know, life, life will knock you down. I don't care who you are and how saved you are and where you came from or where you're going. If you live long enough, something will come in life that will knock you down. But the question is, are you willing to get back up? See, because you're going to have these peaks and these valleys in your life, and you're going to face some struggles. But I came by just to remind somebody that our God, the God we serve, the one y'all just got finished singing about, not only is he awesome, but he's also faithful. Uh, don't fail to recognize uh, 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 God's activity in your lives just because of your rigid expectations and your resistance to change. I want somebody to know that you need to stand even when you don't feel like standing. Trust him even when you don't understand or see the bigger picture. Pray even when you don't feel like praying because there are some days you don't feel like praying, but pray anyhow. Yeah. Why? Because praise, praise is your weapon. Praise him even when you don't feel like praising him, when you can't see the light at the end of a tunnel. 
I'm just Jesus. here to remind you that God hears and he remembers. Even when our lives seem a little bit out of control, Sister Javita, God is working his plan for our lives. All we got to do is trust the journey and walk in it. Uh, there's a song that we used to sing that says, when it looked like the sun wasn't going to shine anymore. Yeah. Yeah. The song says that God put a rainbow yeah. in the sky. Yeah. Wonder why the rainbow, God put a rainbow in the sky. Because that rainbow is was a sign of hope. It is a sign of beauty after the storm. It reminds us of his protection over us. It reflects the beauty and the majesty of God. And it was a sign of a covenant between God and man. He says in Isaiah, for the mountains shall depart and the hills be removed. But my kindness shall not depart from you, nor shall my covenant of peace be removed. I, I, you know, we sometimes when we get in these struggles, we, we think we're all alone. But I want you to know that there were some great ones that came before us that struggled. It's all through the Bible. If we look at Psalm 73 and Asaph had some dark moments when he was looking over there at the wicked seeming to, to just be blessed over and over again. He says, my steps nearly, nearly slipped. And they slipped because his eyes was on the wrong thing. So I just came by to remind you to keep your eyes on God. Job faced some struggles in his sickness and he, he, he felt down and, and, and he said, why do I labor in vain? I've been an upstanding man, but here I am. I find myself sick in my body. But God was there. Then we go on over to Galatians and Paul. Paul was so outdone with the Galatians because they were doing everything they had no business doing. Not serving the God who had blessed them. And he said, I'm afraid that I may have labored over you in vain. Don't come to church Sunday after Sunday and labor in vain. That's right. That's right. You better know who you're serving. You better know who's watching over you. Amen. Because this world is in a mess. Yeah, From the top to the bottom, it's in a mess. Yes. But God, but God, the one that we serve, will never forget what those who fear him have done. Oh, I know you may have shed some tears in secret. So have I. But God knows the pain that we carry. And I'm telling you, he remembers. He said, I, 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 you keep track, David is saying, you keep track of all my sorrows. You have collected all my tears in a bottle. And you have recorded each one 
in your book. He knows even the very hairs on our head. So we can't forget. He tells us to fear not. Despite all our failures, he's still standing right there with his arms wide open. And he says to us, fear not, for I have redeemed you. Not the world. I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. Oh, I was rejoicing on that one. You called me by name, God. After all the things that I've done, after all the things I continue to do, you call me by name. So it lets me know that you remember. I want to tell y'all to stop looking for the approval and the recognition that man is so quick to attach to everybody. Stop looking for validations in those titles, in those names, because just as quick if they give it to you, all you got to do is mess up, fall short in their eyes, and they'll snatch it right back. You know, one we hear that that the, uh, uh, one of the titles that's going around so much now is this one is the GOAT. Yeah, yeah. That one is the GOAT. The greatest of all time. Oh, we look over there at football and Tom Brady. That's the GOAT. And we look over there at basketball and they think about Michael Jordan. That's the GOAT. We go on over there to track and field and, 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 and we look at uh, a tennis with Serena and track and field with Usain and they, they pin that title. Greatest of all time. Now there may be somebody sitting in here. I don't want to offend anybody. Somebody may have laid that title on you. That you're the greatest of all time. I just want you to know before you get beside yourself. And you think you're all that in a big bag of chips. I came by to tell you that the real goat, the greatest of all time, is the one and only Jesus the Christ. That's the goat of all time. That's the real one. That one who's got the whole world in his hand. Yeah, that's the one. And the thing about that one, that goat, is that he can live? He can live up to that title. Amen. You don't have to worry about taking that back from him. He owns that title. He is the greatest of all times. David says he even he even knows your desires. David says you know what I long for, Lord, and you hear my every sigh. And you know what else? That goat does exactly what he promises. His promises are always fulfilled. His prayers, your prayers, will be answered. He says because he knows our frame, he remembers that we are dust. He knows the very frame of our lives and the frailty of our conditions. 
yet he remembers us and he wraps us up under his wing. But isn't it amazing that God remembers us? But we are so quick to forget him. You know, as soon as things start going good, y'all start saying, I did it my way. But I want you to know, my brothers and my sisters, you can't do anything without him. The psalm says, I can't even walk without him holding my hand. Psalm 91, uh, verse 14, verse 4 says, he will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor and your protection. Now, he never said he was going to remove every obstacle, but he promised that he was always there. That he would always be right there. Carrying us to the other side of through. Because you ain't going to make it without him. Not the stuff that we see going on out here now. You're not going to make it without God. I don't care how young you are, how old you are. You're not going to make it without him. Oh, that's why I believe he's calling us. God is calling us. Since this pandemic, through a time of stillness, a time where we can get in a quiet place where we can hear his voice. Yeah. We've got to be able to hear God's voice. Yeah. He's calling us back to that time when we first loved him. Yeah. When we couldn't wait to get into his presence. Yeah. When we were hungry for the word. Yeah. We weren't here for this one and here for that one and running over here. and run. We wanted God's word. I caution you. I caution you not to become frustrated or sidetracked by what's going on in the world. But to stay in his presence. Even when it seems like your life is sending you hit after hit after hit. That's not the time to shy away from God. But it is the time to get closer to God so that you can have an anchor. You need an anchor that you can hold on to. Keep your eyes on him. Joshua says, choose you this day whom you will serve. You see, we got to stop treating Jesus like he's a genie in the bottle. You know, you sit your little lamp up there and rub it on there and call him up when you need it. And most of the time, you're only calling him when you're in trouble. That's not who God is. The song says, lest I forget. Lest I forget Gethsemane. Lest I forget thine agony. Lest I forget thy love for me. Lead me back, God. Lead me back to Calvary. I'm telling you, you better stay prayed up. The situation that we're seeing right now that's going on with the young man. My God. Y'all, we better stay prayed up. I am a mother of young black, young men. And grandchildren. 
But what I witnessed in the last couple of days, my God. Now we need you to heal this land. There's something desperately wrong in this world. And it's, we're suffering because we've turned our backs on God. We need to get back to the basics. We need to get back to praying. We need to get back to fasting. That's the only thing that's going to carry us through. My God, I can't imagine, oh yes, I can't imagine the pain. I lost the son. I know what that pain is like, but I didn't lose it that way. God help us. Even those that committed such a crime. Help us. Put somebody in their presence that will bring them back to the fold. We got to preach this word in season and out of season. Things are not getting better. They seem to be getting worse. But I got a word for you. God is still on his throne. I want you to continue to pray because there may come a time when you may not be in a position to pray. But I can remember when I was coming up, the old folks used to say they were sending up some timber. You better have some prayers already stored up, I'm telling you. Oh, I'm telling you, I've been through some stuff since I've been here last. You better have some prayers stored up. You know, I, I, I said I would tell you my story because I went in and the operation was a little more extensive than they thought it was going to be. And as, you know, when I, since I've been home, I was thinking what God has really brought me through and what he's done in my lives. Uh, because, you know, when the man, when the doctor put you under, you don't have no control. You don't know nothing. You can't even call Jesus. You better be the sent Jesus ahead of you. I'm going to tell you, before I went in, we had prayer. And I was like, God, don't just go with me. Go before me. Meet me when I get there. I, I need you to touch every doctor, every nurse, every instrument that's going to come in contact with me. Go before me, God. Make that way straight. I'm going to tell you, because they zapped me out so fast. I'm going to tell you how old I am. Tell you, Pastor Keith, I went in. The nurses were great. They told me they was getting ready to put me under. Y'all know it's been a while since I've had an operation. I was waiting for them to come and put something on my face. Tell me to start counting back. All I know is the nurse went over there and she did something in them tubes. My anesthesiologist introduced herself. How you doing, Ronnie? I said, I'm blessed. She said, my name is such and such. I'm getting ready to put you under. Kiss your husband. It is time to go. I don't remember leaving the room. I don't remember going down the hall. I don't remember anything after that. Except that three hours later, 
after a two and a half hour surgery, they were calling my name. Ronnie, you need to wake up. It's been three hours. I was struggling, y'all. I was trying to get up. I could hear him. I was under for five hours. Five hours. I understand from what they were telling me. My husband was looking at the chart that they have on there now that you can chart where the patient is. My husband said he looked at the chart. I seemed to be moving along. The next thing he know, I was going backwards. And he was like, what's going on? She's supposed to be over here. She done gone back here. Something ain't right back there. <laughs> he said, the nurses came out. Mr. Green, we need to talk to you and let you know. She's going to be all right, but she's struggling. My husband said, he said to them, take me to my wife. His word was, I demanded that they take me to my wife. But see, I know my husband, and they took him, they brought him all back. Ronnie was back there struggling. Ronnie couldn't get up. I didn't know to call Jesus. But I thank y'all for your prayers. And I know that when my husband came back there, that he didn't come back there just to look at me. I know he came back there to lay down some more some more prayers. There was some more timber that needed to go up. Because the nurses explained to me later that we were very concerned about you, that you were not coming up from under there like you were supposed to. Which they said we called your doctor and we asked him what's the other options of getting her up because she ain't coming up like she's supposed to. But the doctor said let her lay there a while longer. Let's see what's going to happen. Hmm. I want y'all to know that God was in that room. There's no question in my mind. He was right there. And I got a feeling that he was depositing some stuff that ain't come up out of me yet. So he needed me to be still and be quiet. I got some work to do on this vessel. I got a feeling I was on the potter's wheel. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. That's why I say you better have some prayers already laid up. Yeah, because we don't know what the situation is going to be from time to time. But what we want to know is that God is remembering us in those situations. That's what we want to know. I, I, I want to know that when I'm finished singing down here and serving on all the committees and, and, and doing everything down here, I want to know that God remembers me. You know, he says his grace is sufficient. It's sufficient for all of us. But you better be in a position of praise. You better be in a position of praise and thanksgiving. Oh, he wants you to remember that you can't do this thing by yourself. That you need his strength. You know, when you feel like that, 
you, you just can't go on. They say, well, your back is against the wall. I just want somebody to know that God has been depositing stuff into you over and over and over. You just haven't walked in it yet. But he's been depositing stuff. In. So when you come up against something like this, you won't faint. That somewhere you'll remember that you were built for this. Such a time as this. And he's deposited stuff in you because you don't know what's coming, but he does. So when he deposited this stuff in you, you got to know that God is saying, you're the one for the job right now. Can't nobody else show, shoulder this. I'm sending you. You know, when the kids act up and the family act up, and you're like, God, why? Why me? Why I got to try to straighten them out? Because I've sent you for such a time as this. Because God, I don't know about y'all, but when I think about his goodness, when I think about his goodness and all, all that he's done, your soul should be crying out hallelujah. I'm just grateful for another day. I'm just grateful that he allowed me to rise because even that journey that I've been on, that I'm still on, God is teaching me some things. He's teaching all of us something. Even after all you've been through, you can say, I still have joy. I wouldn't trade him for nothing in the book. Y'all can depend on anybody you want to, but I call on him daily because I need him. I can't be without him. I don't know how people live without God. I can't do it. I don't know how you do it. You don't know what's coming your way. You don't know when it's coming your way. You can't fight this battle by yourself. You cannot do it. You must have God in your life. If you don't take anything else with you today, I just want you to remember that he sees you, he hears you, oh, my Lord. and he remembers you. Yes. He fulfills his promises, I'm telling you. In Psalm 103, he says, but the love of the Lord remains forever with those who fear him. His salvation extends to the children's children. To the children's children. Come on here. Of those who are faithful to his covenant. And those who keep his commandments. I'm telling you there may be a time when you come to crossroads. But you better hope that when you come to that crossroad. God remembers who you are. What you don't want God to say is depart from me. I never knew you. You don't want that. At the end of the day, I'm praying that all of our names in here will be in the Lamb's book. We want to meet Jesus. And when we stand before him, we just want to hear him say, well done. Thou good and faithful servant. Oh, thou have been faithful of a few things. And I'll make Ruler over many. Yeah. Enter 
into the joy of the Lord. Yes. I'm closing. I told you I wouldn't be before you long. I'm going to close with Isaiah 46 and 4. And I'm going to read it from the Message Bible. He says, I've been carrying you on my back from the day you were born. And I'll keep on carrying you when you're old. I'll be there, bearing you up when you're old and gray. I said, thank you, Lord. He says, I've done it, and I will keep on doing it. Carrying you on my back. Saving you. So in answer to the question, will God remember me? Will he remember you? The answer is yes. I submit that he will remember each and every one of us. To God be the glory. And I thank God once again for standing.